Well, hello and welcome in again to the Worship Life Podcast with Mike Harland. I call it the podcast sensation that's sweeping the nation, Craig. Uh, I said Craig instead of Mike, and some of you very clever listeners might have instantly picked up on that fact because I know you guys are very astute and you just you, you basically hang on every word of the Worship Life Podcast. Mike Harland is not here today, but we have a special guest, Craig Adams. Mike is on assignment writing another musical, I think, with Dave Clark. Craig, Craig is our creative director. You guys know him, uh, and and Mike's working on another musical, and in the middle of a intense writing session there. So we brought Craig Adams in, our creative director. So Craig, welcome to the Worship Life Podcast with Mike Harlan. Thanks, Brian. Always good to be with you. Thank you for being here, and I'm assuming you're the one that sent Mike Harlan out on assignment to write this musical. Is yeah, that right? well, he and uh, Dave Clark and Cliff Duran are okay. actually uh, working together on. Uh, I'm glad to see Cliff Duran getting some work in the industry, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's hurting for that. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, no, but they're working on a really unique project that's going to release in September of 2020 for us. So really looking forward to that. That's exciting, well, Craig. I don't know exactly when this podcast is going to air. There is a crispness in the air here in Nashville, Tennessee. You can check local listings. But there's a coolness. The fall has finally arrived in this part of the country, and we're excited about it. But coming right on the heels of that is going to be the holiday season. And I know you're here to talk about Christmas music, so we're excited about that. Hopefully this will air at least far enough into the season. The decorations are probably already up in the stores. That happens, I think, the the day after Halloween or maybe the day after Fourth of July these days. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're talking about... Christmas songs, and we thought we would bring you on to, to just discuss that subject. It's one of the challenges, I would think, for a creative director of a music company to tr- find a, a way to tell the story mm-hmm. again every single year. So uh, how does Christmas, when I say that word to you, Christmas music, the Christmas season, as a guy who, who works on music publishing and also mu- the music craft, how does that hit you? Does it, does it exhaust you or does it excite you when we talk about Christmas? Um, what's challenging is figuring out the new well, new way to tell the greatest story that ever was ever told, right? Yeah. That's challenging, but exhausting, no. And the reason for that for me is this. I personally, in my own collection of music that I own and consume yearly, um, I own more Christmas music than anything. Yeah. I just love the sounds of the season. I just love um, when, when my favorite carols roll around every year. And I love it when artists roll out brand new songs that kind of take your heart by storm, if yeah. you will, and tell that story so beautifully. So I really look forward to this season. Um, I look forward to turning the fireplace on. You know, we yeah. have a gas fireplace, so turn the fireplace on and lighting a bonfire in the backyard and right. s'mores and all that comes with it. I love digging the decorations out. And as we're doing all of that, it's kind of our family tradition that we have a few albums that we spin while we're decorating the tree, while we're putting the trimmings all around the house. One of those, believe it or not, is one that I got when I was three years old. It's the uh, Chipmunks Christmas. <laughs> we we wow. spend that. It's available on all your favorite streaming I'm platforms. I'm sure it now. is. <laughs> so they're, we, they're rushing now to their computers as yes. they listen to download this. And then um, Andy Williams' Christmas record. Sure. My mom, uh, he was a favorite artist of hers down through the years. And so that's a special one for us as a family. Um, all the regeneration acapella yeah. Christmas and Velvet albums that Derek Johnson did, uh, we listened to those every year. Wow. Um, the Amy Grant Christmas sure. album, of course, is definitive. The Carpenters Christmas yeah. might be my favorite of all time. Well, David saved, Foster saved and sanctified exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Foster's yeah. Christmas album, but the, man, there are a lot of them. I, I, yeah. I even go back in my mind to some things from my 
teenage and college years, the Sparrow Christmas album that mm-hmm. had so many artists on it. I mean, there some albums I just look look forward to dusting yeah. off every year, you know, and listening to. You know, there's even a radio station here in town, and again, this is one of those check local listings things. We have listeners literally all around the globe that listen to the podcast, but certainly all around the nation as well. But in Nashville, there's a radio local radio station, and uh, the day after Thanksgiving, from from that day, that Friday after Thanksgiving to Christmas, they play exclusively Christmas music. And I know during the Christmas season, we'll have that that station on uh, pretty much that whole last part of the year and uh, then you hear those songs when you're walking into stores and they're playing uh-huh. in the overhead and even uh, some horrible version of it on Muzak on the elevators as you're right. going right. up and down the, uh, Macy's so so being in the industry it's it, I'm glad to hear that our creative director has not lost the joy of the season it'd be easy to do when you're working on this kind of stuff kind of all year long in some ways Christmas such a huge huge season for, for what we do for what churches do it's one of the, the greatest opportunities uh, to bring non-Christians to church is in the Christmas season. Right. Yeah, one of the greatest evangelistic opportunities churches have, and churches are waking up to that, uh, not just with with Christmas Day services, but of course the candlelight services, uh, the the, Christmas Eve kind of celebrations and all that kind of thing. So that requires a lot of music to need to be produced for the church. So I'm interested, Craig, what are some of those classic songs You've talked about what you listen to at home while you're dragging the right, decorations, right. And, and I just bumped my head in the attic again, like I do every year, mm-hmm. trying to get down the giant Christmas tree stand that we always have to pull down. But but what are some of those songs that you sing at church? First of all, I'm curious, you're a worship leader at Clement Baptist in northern Alabama, in addition to be our creative director. What do you what 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 are the the kind of songs that your church your congregation you guys look forward to? I'm also curious when you guys start. Do you mm-hmm. start with Advent Sunday? Right. When, when do you start into that calendar? Well, in terms of songs that Clements Baptist loves um, annually, um, I I would be nigh to hung up by my heels if I didn't you know share the carols that everybody loves and yeah. some of those that would be the most favored of that congregation would be Silent Night which actually probably happens to be my personal favorite mm-hmm. Christmas carol I just love the simplicity of it and uh, but Oh Holy Night certainly is yeah. one that if if somebody didn't sing that throughout the Christmas season, I would probably <laughs> lose my job, right? right. And uh, then, um, you know, Away in a Manger, the first Noel, it came upon the midnight clear. I mean, those traditional carols, it's amazing to me. Here we are in 2019, and people just keep reinventing ways to freshen those carols and e- either sing them in a quasi-traditional fashion or even rewrite a melody, you yeah. know, for an age-old carol lyric. And so I would say the carols would certainly be um, at the top of the list there for for that particular congregation and honestly the worship leader friends that i have i i think they probably are in a very similar situation most of the time there's always going to be that short list of carols that if they don't sing somebody's going to put a note in the offering plate (laughs) you know why didn't you sing this and uh, so those would be certainly there but um jesus what a wonderful child the mariah mariah carey made famous that song is uh kind of an evergreen i think in a lot of ways um and uh, certainly Noel, Jesus is Born, that goes mm. back to the 1970s. Yeah. Um, that's another favorite um, of a lot of people, I believe. Um, in recent years, um, a lot of the stuff from Michael W. Smith's last Christmas yeah, record has become yeah. loved by people. And um, over the past few years... Um, a couple of years in particular, um, Was It a Night Like This? Mm-hmm. That song has really kind of uh, captured a lot of people. Yeah. Um, 
man, a lot of the songs like Breath of Heaven that yeah. are on that Amy Grant Christmas record I yeah. mentioned just seem to be evergreens that yeah. people want to sing again and again and again. But m- perhaps the most requested from the last 30 years would be um, Mary, Did You Know? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, one boy. that people what just want to hear. Yeah. Uh, the, the great, you know, I, I've heard the story, and, and some of our listeners can correct me if what I've heard isn't true, but the story, version I've heard is that Mark carried that, Mark Lowry carried that lyric around for many, many years, uh, four or five years anyway, before uh, finally, you know, getting the great melody put to that song and mm-hmm. getting it out in the marketplace. Craig, some of the ones I think about, Angels from the Realms of Glory mm-hmm. is one of mine that, that I think gets overlooked sometimes but I, right. it just makes me think of christmas time and then wasn't there something on a travis cottrell album recently ring the bells yeah. oh man that's that's song. one that's come along recently it just feels like christmas you know even though it's a new song we're bringing that one back for christmas next year david wise has done a, a really unique medley and that song kind of is the 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 epic uh kind of payoff, if you will, for this arrangement. Everything aims for the Ring the Bells moment in this medley. It's okay, so fantastic. when you say next year, we're talking music publishing terms here. You're talking Christmas of 2020. 20, that's correct. Okay, calendar yeah. year. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. then our, our listeners can be can be listening for that. And Craig, that's a fantastic suggestion for our listeners out there uh, for something that they can look forward to for mm-hmm. next Christmas. And I know it's never too soon to plan ahead. It actually leads us right into what we brought you here to talk about today, which was not Christmas's Past, but the songs of Christmas future. So right now we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to I want to start talking about some new songs sure. that that our churches could incorporate this year. That's we'll great. Be, we'll be right back. We wanted to take just a minute to tell you about the Lifeway Worship Hymnal app. We are so excited about this app. It's available on iOS and Android. Go and search it now. It's free, and it's a hymnal you can have on your phone or tablet. Basically, whatever smart device you use. It has all of the public domain hymns and songs from the Lifeway Worship Hymnal and the Baptist Hymnal. They're all there for free. Or for $9.99, you can download all the other songs that are in the Worship and Baptist Hymnals. This app also has some new features that we're really excited about. One is that you can create your own set list. You can create a set of hymns and songs that you might want to use for a devotional time or Bible study, at home or even for your worship services. It's a very simple tool to use. We're going to keep adding features and functionality to the app as we go on through the months and years to come. It's the Lifeway Worship Hymnal app. Go to the App Store and download the free version and check it out. We hope it becomes a great tool for you and your ministry. All right, we're back with Craig Adams on the Worship Life podcast with Mike Harland, but that's really not true. Mike Harland not here on a writing assignment today, and we've got our special guest, Craig Adams, our creative director, and we're talking to Craig about Christmas songs. We spent the first segment today talking about uh, those nostalgic Christmas songs that just make us feel, you know, want to put that jacket on and look for snowflakes uh, Mm -hmm. that we so rarely get in, in Nashville anymore these days. But Craig, right before the break, you were talking about a new work David Wise is working on for us for Christmas. 2020. Right. That'll be that'll be coming around in our on our box next May uh, for 2020 for Christmas 2020. That that incorporates ring the bells, and I was excited to hear about that. But today's podcast is really focused on some new Christmas songs that we think would be great for churches to incorporate this year. Maybe you've already picked out your musical, and you know you've got that big presentation. Mm-hmm. But there's all the other Sundays of the season that you need songs for, or maybe you're looking for one or two more moments. In 
in your program. Maybe it's it's almost all together, but not completely. So, and depending on the size of church, you know, they put those programs together at different different time periods, depending on how much rehearsal is necessary. So, Craig, I know you've brought a list of songs today for our listeners. I'm excited to hear these too. Some new songs that these guys might not be on their radar, mm-hmm. but might be perfect to incorporate in Christmas 2019. So, sure. tell us about some of those. So, by the time this podcast airs, um, very likely, very likely, Christian radio across the nation will be playing a brand new version of Joy to the World that was co-written by Michael Farron and some friends. And Big Daddy Weave is releasing that to radio this this Christmas is what we're being told. And it's kind of a centerpiece for a brand new Christmas worship experience that we're releasing at LifeWayWorship.com that Michael Farron... Um, has produced for us. And so um, the that particular version of Joy to the World is super, super contagious, I would say, but it is a brand new treatment of uh, that age-old lyric. And uh, so I'm really excited to see how the church is going to latch onto that. You bring something important to the table there, Craig. The number one request, and you know this, that we get at LifeWayWorship.com. And for those of you who use LifeWayWorship.com, it, sometimes it's hard to notice, but in the bottom right there, there's this little button that says Request a Song. Uh, and then of course, you guys all also email us, and you inter- whenever we interact with you, what we hear over and over again is, "Man, my church loves to sing the great truths of some older songs. We just need it kind of in a new wrapping and in a new package." So it's interesting. We we talked about new songs for this Christmas. So first, when you mentioned "Joy to the World," my first thought is, "Well, that's not a new song," but when it's presented in a new way, and a new treatment, with maybe some new lyric added or a new moment, a new chorus, a new uh, whatever antiphonal thing, then it really does wrap the, the same great message and the same great melody in a brand new package. Well, and this particular song is new. It just okay. borrows from... So just the, the title's the same. Correct. Oh, it's, okay. it's a brand new song, an adaptation, if you will, of the original hymn, uh, excuse me, carol lyric. But it is a brand new song for Christmas. It's super upbeat. It's a great ideal opener for any Christmas worship service. I can't wait to hear it. So we'll hear Big Daddy Weave on the radio, hopefully. Yes. And then by the time this podcast airs, people are here, heard it on the radio and said, man, I'd love to do that for, uh, this Christmas. And we're going to give them a way to do that. That's exactly And that's going right. to be at LifeWayWorship.com. That's correct. All right. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Um, another song that uh, is not brand new, but it's brand new, brand brand new in terms of when it was written, but it's brand new to a lot of churches. Is the song "Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery"? Uh, yeah. And uh, a great new hymn, actually, Christmas hymn that a lot of churches are beginning to discover. It's really rising quickly at CCLI. It's a great song to sing really any time of the year, but it is, I think, most poignant in the Christmas season. And uh, so that's also available at LifeWayWorship.com. We have a couple of different choral anthem arrangements of it available, but uh, one that I we intend to sing a couple of times throughout the Christmas season at Clements Baptist. Actually. Now, people may not have heard of that song. They may have heard of some of these writers. So talk about some of the writers of that group. Yeah, song. so Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, um, those two in particular to get together are collaborating a lot these days yeah. and are actually, actually contributing to the Getty Camp, Getty right. Music Camp these days. So, in fact, Come Behold This Wondrous Mystery was featured at the Getty Sing Conference wow. uh, earlier this fall. And so that's the way a lot of people from a lot of different denominations are getting introduced to that song and falling in love with it. So uh, two talented young artists, two talented young hymn writers, and great, great friends of Lifeway Worship, too, both of them. So that's another one I would highly recommend. Um, I also 
uh, was part of a, a unique story for this next song I want to recommend. For years at national worship leader conferences across the country, there was a mechanism inside that organization called Song Discovery. And Song oh, Discovery yes. was a, a, a CD subscription service. Worship leaders would receive these CDs, hear a bunch of undiscovered worship songs, and you know potentially bring them into their uh, their service planning. Well, at the conferences, there were song discovery breakouts. There was like a songwriter track for local worship leaders, and they would have an opportunity to play a worship song that they they had just written or in the process of developing for somebody from the industry. And so there would right. be publishers from several different companies that were invited to come be a part of this process. And I was invited one particular year to participate in that in that process, and in walked a couple of people who had a song called "A Baby Will Come." Now, being honest, in most cases, the songs that you would hear in these forums were usually not finished. In fact, they were far from finished. Usually, people were just looking for feedback, you know, and constructive criticism to help them finish. But I heard this song and was blown away by it. And uh, it was an incredible new Christmas song. We've brought it to LifeWayWorship.com. The song, A Baby Will Come, Mm -hmm. is just an absolutely really fresh new way of telling the story. So I highly recommend that. I love the tune. It's it's in my personal must-spin list now for every Christmas. So is that a tune, these ones that are LifeWayWorship.com, primarily that's been a congregational website. Are you suggesting these, the the, the last three that you mentioned, is great congregational tunes, right? That would be correct, yes. So what about choral? What if I'm doing something? And chorally, choir and congregation, do we have some new tunes there as well? Yeah, straight out of Houston's First Baptist Church has come a song that a lot of churches have started to sing over the past two years, and that's called Let the People Sing Joy. Oh, yeah. And it was written for a multi-generational Christmas musical, but a lot of churches over the past two years have adapted that as a as a song for their choir to sing inside their Christmas festival or musical and also as a congregational beyond that as well. So that particular choral anthem I highly recommend. And then also... Let me stop you before you go too sure. far. That multi-gen word has become such a buzzword, and mm-hmm. there's there's guys that are, uh, and we, we're guilty of it too, getting on a platform preaching about it. And some churches, that's the way they worship in a multi-generational fashion. They do that frequently, maybe even weekly. Right. Others, maybe it's an intentional every fourth Sunday kind of a thing. But man, just about every church, when it comes to the Christmas season, Absolutely. even if it's the Christmas program, mm-hmm. you'll you you may not be a quote unquote multi-gen church or have multi-gen services and and however God leads you to do ministry is the way to do it. But these kind of songs at Christmas really uh, incorporate, even if that's the only time of the year that, that the kids are in the big church, as we call it, right. or are in the main service, then these multi-generational anthems are, are just a fantastic tool for that time of year when you bring everybody together. Absolutely. And it's pretty powerful at Houston's First Baptist Church in particular for their multi-generational Sundays when all of their kids, all of their students, all of their adults are on the platform together in the choir and in the orchestra and in the band. They have over a thousand people literally on their platform leading in worship. It's pretty mind bending and and just really moving, honestly. So yeah, that's a great um, a song and arrangement, multi generational arrangement that have come right out of that particular uh, church and their culture. So cool. Then also um, from our boss, Mike Harlan, comes a great song uh, that he co wrote with Kenna West. 
that's entitled On This Christmas Day. Oh, and yes. uh, it's a really, yeah. really lush ballad. Um, and uh, the, the Let the People Sing Joy moment that we mentioned would be a great opener for a Christmas service with your choir. Yeah. This would be something that would be more uh, poignant and introspective, I would say, as a ballad, maybe a focus moment right before a message on a, uh, an Advent service or whatever. But On This Christmas Day is just a passionate, brand-new Christmas choral anthem for the season. So Awesome. I want to go back. You mentioned Houston's first. And again, uh, by the time this airs, the World Series might be over. <laughs> but right now it's being played. The, and again, by now this is obsolete. But currently it's one nothing, And, yep, and watch the Washington Nationals have, have the lead. I know you're a big baseball fan. But I just found out the Baptist Press today that third baseman for the Washington Nationals, Anthony Rendon, who many people think will be a great candidate for the MVP this year in the mm-hmm. National League, even though I'm personally rooting for Freddie Freeman, attends First Baptist, is great friends with That's their right. pastor, yep. uh, Houston first and great friend of Pastor Greg Mott and there's a story in the Baptist Press you can go look in the archives if you're listening to this at this point it may not be on the main main page anymore but just a wonderful story about his faith and following Christ and he is a product of the uh, and, uh, and a lay minister inside of that church right. uh, and so it's just fantastic to see um, him use this national platform that he's got and, and to talk about Christianity and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ so I just want to give a shout out to Anthony yeah. Rendon uh, and the Washington Nationals and that's just an example of uh, Greg Mott and his ministry so intentional to that Houston community and the great impact that they have had there. And I'm so glad we partnered with their music yeah, ministry. Yeah, they're great people. Well, that's an interesting story, too. This time of year, as summer dovetails into fall and the Christmas season, yeah. the World Series is actually happening on television. Yeah, right. But I know enough about you as a good friend to know that you and your wife are like avid Hallmark Christmas movie fans. So how many Hallmark Christmas <laughs> movies have you already seen this season? Well, that would be what I'd love to know. Now, see, the Hallmark Christmas movies are on in the background. I'm often doing other things. But, uh, <laughs> so what's happened, my, 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 this is quite the aside, my son has gotten engaged to a wonderful young lady that, that we love, and we couldn't be more excited about that. She has really been the one who's convinced my wife to watch more Hallmark movies, and so now they're on constantly. <laughs> it's funny you should bring that up. So just by osmosis, I'm sure I'm going to drink some of that in. And the exciting thing about every Hallmark movie is you, you never know how it's going to end. So that's the most thrilling Right, exactly. For the, but exactly. she never gets tired of it. So, exactly. uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of that going on in our lives. So those are those are five new ones. Some of them at LifewayWorship.com. The choir things you can find more at LifeWay.com/slash/worship. Right. Or if you look back in your red box from May, it'll be there. But if you go online, LifeWay.com/slash/worship, you can look for those last two pieces that are more choir oriented. I want to reemphasize what you said about one of the pieces, Michael Farron. That song you lifted out there at LifeWayWorship.com congregationally is. Is part of a bigger kind of a congregational. Yeah, uh, it, the, that's work. about a 35 minute seamless worship experience for it. It's really ideally, ideally designed for the church that has a worship team and a worship band and may want to use a small worship choir a couple times a year. It really is kind of created for that kind of church, but it's it leans more contemporary yeah. than other things that we might release. And so, but it's really, really cool. It opens up with a song that's actually sung by a worship leader about a minute and a half long in Latin. And oh, it's wow. really, really cool. Wow. Really, really innovative and creative and uh, unpacks the Christmas story in a powerful way. So check yeah. that out. That is awesome. And guys, we, one of the 
biggest uh, responses we get to LifeWayWorship.com are the worship sets where we kind of help put a service together for you. And this is something that we've done to put a service together for you for Christmas, for those of you having more contemporary worship services. And uh, we really hope you check it out. And we're excited about it. We'd love to hear your feedback. As always, we want to hear from you. You can email us, worship at LifeWay.com. Tell us about some new Christmas songs you've discovered. Maybe there's some songs out there that you'd like to have us do a congregational arrangement of. Or maybe there's something that you've heard on the on the radio, on Christian radio, that you think needs to be put into a choral form or a choral setting. Let us know those things. You can email us, worship at lifeway.com. You can also interact with us on the Worship Life blog, worshiplife.com. That's where you can find all of Mike's blogs that he writes, other worship and ministry leaders that we invite there. And it's a great way for you guys to interact with each other. We'd love to see some of your Christmas service set lists, so you can share those with us as well. And uh, also you can, you can interact with us on social media. And you guys know this, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, wherever it is that you're talking about worship, Lifeway Worship and Worship Life is going to be there as well. Well, we missed Mike Harlan this time, but Craig, thanks for sitting in and for thanks bringing, for the invitation. It's absolutely, good to be thanks for bringing uh, our listeners some new songs this Christmas. We really hope you guys check that out. Until then, we'll be praying for you. We'll be praying for your Christmas service that the Lord will will bring people into your ministry that you can reach with the gospel this Christmas season. For Mike Harlan and for Craig Adams, this is Brian Brown saying thanks for joining us on the Worship Life podcast with Mike Harlan. We'll be back together to talk about worship and music and ministry very soon.